Sometimes when preachers and Bible teachers talk about the coming of the Lord, we do so as though our primary goal is just to impart information. And that's important, helpful even, because there is so much confusion about what will happen when the Son of Man comes. There is so much misuse of the passages around that, so much outright deception out there in the world that we need to clearly hear proclaim the spirit of truth so that we can test the spirits and recognize the spirit of error to be able to tell when someone is proclaiming something that scripture doesn't actually support. Yet that isn't the only or even the primary reason for us to talk about the coming judgment. You see, when we talk about Jesus' coming again, when we look at how Jesus' apostles talked about the fact that he was coming again, while they did want to correct misconceptions, while they did want to push back on deceptions, while they did want to make sure that people knew the truth, it was never just about imparting the right information. But it always had a strong focus on how when we have the right information, it impacts how we approach living for Jesus right now. Consider an example from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. This is a passage where some of the Christians there, as you see beginning in verse 13, had some confusion, had some questions, likely born out of ignorance about what happened if a Christian dies before Jesus comes again. If they've already died, does that mean that they just miss out on the coming of the Lord? And Paul explains not at all, that when Jesus comes, the dead in Christ will rise first, and then those that are alive and remain will be caught up together with him. But then, in verse 18 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Paul explains exactly why he thinks it's so important that the Christians know this about how Jesus is coming again. He says, therefore, encourage one another with these words. There's a challenge in that for us, because so often we pursue Scripture just as a way to accumulate knowledge, and that is important. We do need to know these things, but we're also meant to use them. We're meant to use them to encourage each other. It's important that we know that when we die, that's not the end, but that Jesus is going to return and those who have died in him will rise and be gathered to be with him and with all of us who love his appearing. So that when a Christian loved one passes, we can text these verses to someone that's mourning. We can read them as part of a memorial service. We can reflect on them ourselves to give us comfort, to give us hope, to know we have not said goodbye to that Christian loved one forever, but we will see them again. You see, that knowledge is meant to be used. It's meant to be used to bring encouragement and comfort in the faith. When the Apostle Paul would address deception that had been occurring among the Thessalonians in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we read in verse 16 through 17 that part of why it was so important to Paul to clear that up was because he wanted our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace to comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and 
word. People were misrepresenting what the apostles were saying there among the Thessalonians. People were saying things that just weren't true. And it was causing lots of confusion and lots of alarm, and Paul wanted to put a stop to that. But that's because when you're a follower of Jesus, the coming of the Lord is meant to be a reminder that God loves us. That what he has for us isn't limited to just this life, but that he offers us eternal comfort. That by his grace, his undeserved goodness to us, we have good hope that's meant to keep us going as we live life each day. It was important that the confusion and the alarm that these discussions around the coming of the Lord was causing be addressed because knowing Jesus is coming should be something that comforts our hearts. It should be something that establishes us so that we can be doing every good work, so that we can be speaking every good word, knowing those things that we do matter because Jesus is coming back. We see the same in Paul's dealing with the church there in Corinth where there were some that were denying that there even was a resurrection. And it was so crucial to Paul to dispel that because the resurrection is a huge part of the gospel. If there's no resurrection, then how can we say Jesus died, was buried, and rose again? If there's no resurrection, what's the point of suffering for our faith if we're going to die and then that's going to be it? So as Paul explains the nature of the resurrection, as he rebuts some of the common questions and challenges that people might have about it, he ended this long, epic discussion of the nature of our resurrection from the dead in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58 with these words, where he says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Why did having the right understanding of the resurrection matter? Because when you really understand what it is Jesus is coming back to do, it helps you stand firm now. It helps you stand firm even in the face of persecution, even in the face of suffering, even in the face of discouragement. It helps you abound now, knowing that every effort you make, every sacrifice you give is going to be worth it. That none of it will be empty, that none of it will be meaningless because Jesus is coming. So what we do for him matters. When the apostles of Jesus Christ spoke about when the Son of Man comes, when they taught about the judgment days, when they were discussing the last days or the end times, this was why. To impart the truth, to give us the right details, absolutely, but because when we know the truth, when we have the right details, it gives us something to share. It gives us reassurance and calm, something stable to latch onto. It gives us motivation to know that our pain isn't wasted. It gives us motivation to keep doing good, to do more and more good, because every effort we make is going to be worth it. That is why we're doing this Devo series. Certainly in part because there is a lot of confusion and there is a lot of alarm, and that needs dispelled, but not stopping there. It needs dispelled not just because it's wrong. It needs dispelled because when we know the truth, there is encouragement and comfort and hope and motivation there awaiting us that can absolutely change how we live our lives for Jesus each day.